I think that was like on was that on Punch Up the Jam when they they were I think they were complaining about how much like the thing they hate most is when the claps in a song are clearly artificial. Really, do people hate that? I think that's totally fine. It's like yeah, I think like artificial apple said that. is a, like an, a different flavor from apple, but it has its you know justification. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's like something that's like, you know, artificial horns or artificial strings can kind of sound like shit. I guess. Um, it yeah, depends I on the... I mean, some claps, some artificial claps definitely sound worse than others. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's just a weird thing to uh, take umbrage with. I think it's just one of those things where everyone has their individual, oh, this, this shit annoys me uh, irrationally every time i hear it like jan with those major seven chords major seven is just great i i, <laughs> um, I just had a bad day <laughs> <laughs> because I, uh, i i i famously recorded a, a ep last friday and I, uh -huh. i i did a cover of um a judge's rejoice yeah and my idea about it was hey what if i added sevens to those chords <laughs> is that gonna be groovy and it was groovy so yeah i take i take back what i said that's good i i love that for you thank you i did listen to the cover and i did not notice the major sevens once again huh. uh, the same way that i didn't notice the sevens in the chicago acoustic version right it has one well, that's just uh, what yeah. you get when your plebeian non-musical brain uh <laughs> tries to <laughs> uh analyze uh, anything really yeah Yeah. Yeah. Books. Anything. <gasps> If you don't know the circle of fifths, mm -hmm. fucking uh, delete your account. <laughs> All of them. I do know it. I just won't recognize it. <laughs> like, I know the theory because we had to learn that shit in school. That's uh, right. And I was. Because the thing about, like, the circle of fifths is you don't. Like, the way we learned it in school, at least. You didn't need to have, like, any sort of musical talent. Because in German schools, you could, like, after 10th grade, uh, choose if you want to have, like, drawing or music class, like, art class or music class. Uh, and I went for music class because in art class we had to draw, and I was not good at drawing. Uh, but in music, you can just learn, you know, like, learning notes is just mathematics. Like, you know, learning intervals and shit. That is true. It's just counting. That is fact. Speaking of counting, mm -hmm. yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventeen minutes <laughs> of the song. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, we have two songs today. Welcome to the Age of Pods. You Hello. Have the intro already. I'm Jan Nosh. <laughs> Almost said the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm I'm one of the gents, but I I forgot which way to pronounce me. So, yeah. And I'm Evan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, what an honor to have you after you, you blew up on <laughs> Twitter. I know. Everyone loves my great Rome video on, mm -hmm. on TikTok. <laughs> We should just... Should I just retweet the old... Uh, or like post again the old episode we had Evan on just in... Just, <laughs> just, just that for traction, yeah. The, the new... <laughs> Uh, Evan DM fans are gonna find it. 
if you <laughs> if you liked Vinicius uh, mispronouncing Latin words, you might also enjoy Evan talking about Michigan. Yeah, there'll be some overlap there. Network a bit. You can work on that. Yeah. Anyway, we are talking about all delighted people still for the, for one last time. One last time we're going to be talking about this EP. And we one are talking about two songs, Arnica and Joheria. What an iconic duo. Couldn't agree more. He said They're sh- sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> Their ship name would be Joharnica. <laughs> That's or good. Arnharia. Arnharia, Arnharia. <laughs> Okay, okay. I I was skeptical there, but now I'm fully on board. <laughs> we now ship Sufjan's sister with a plant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a suicidal plant. <laughs> Quite. Yeah, I think I think these songs are really good. I guess Jan is gonna disagree with me the way he sounded in the in right now and also in uh, in our podcast chat. Yeah, I don't like Arnica. I uh, but I would like to hear y'all talk about it and then maybe I can change my mind after I heard okay, that. Okay, I think it's good. Okay, do you wanna do you wanna expand on that? Or? <laughs> uh, it's you know it's just a slow sad song. And I like that. It's okay. So Arnica. Arnica is an herb, because Americans <laughs> pronounce it weirdly, that grows in Europe and the US. It's often used as a skin treatment for bruises, aches, and pains. If eaten, then actual herb is toxic and can be fatal. According to webmd.com, according to Genius, where they quote this. Um, also, you and, could uh, use it to, to off yourself. Yeah. Yes. And uh, that's you can use it to cancel yourself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, a- a- according to Genius, the song revolves around the tiresome nature of life and its struggles. Sometimes it may feel like it would be simpler to be done with it and enter death. Uh, what really is... bothers me, yeah? sorry, short interjection, is that all the Genius annotations for Arnica are like, Sufjan Stevens is sad. Here, mm-hmm. Sufjan Stevens explains why he's so sad and wants <laughs> to die. And it's like, my, my people, please, we have reached the point where a song can be, <laughs> can be God, fictional. Right. The first annotation already is in the context of these lyrics, Arnica is referred to as a means of treatment for the struggle in Sufjan's mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know who this is about. And also, like, the next line is, Bruno, your wife shakes the wet clothes as she makes up your bed. Who is Bruno? Your wife. <laughs> Bruno yes, your calls wife. your wife. <laughs> We can't have two my wife jokes be the name of the episode <laughs> titles in a row. That's right. This is, just oh, is that a challenge? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> we have to have one at least better joke in the rest of the episode. Okay, I, okay. Have, I have one uh, foreshadowing. I'm just going to tell it now. Uh, okay. Doe Harrier, like what Homer Simpson says. <laughs> huh? Okay, that's another that's rich uh, vein of comedy that uh, we sometimes like to get back to is just referencing simpsons character <laughs> yeah <laughs> mostly works out when i think of bruno what do i think of when i think of bruno i think bruno Mars? like a very uh, strong bald mustachioed <laughs> man uh-huh i'm trying to think who's like a that. famous bruno i guess bruno mars yeah that's not really Bru- bruno bucciarati of georgio's bizarre adventure you haven't none of oh, you bruno have seen that is probably. another uh 
Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Yeah. So not that far off. Is it like a gay Austrian? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a funny gay. You love it. Funny gay Austrian. Mm-hmm. My, uh, <laughs> I had a teddy bear that was called Bruno. Yeah, that's like, I oh. think that's more oh. my association. Like in, my teddy in bear? German culture. No, but in German culture, Bruno is like a bear name. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bears or big dogs. And bears also a gay thing. So mm, yeah, circles are closing. Also big, uh, muscly, mustachioed man. So yes. <laughs> it all comes together. Okay, so this is a gay song again. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it, guys. Bruno, we made death. Yeah, maybe gay Bruno again. is like in an unhappy marriage because he's closeted. That's why. That's why his wife shakes up, shakes the bed clothes as she makes up his bed. Well, first of all, Bruno, comma, your, va- your wife. So the person that is addressed, wife, is named Bruno. Oh, I, th- <laughs> I thought Bruno and your wife are two different characters. Yes, a lot of people think that, but uh, I, <laughs> I beg to differ. So you're saying it's Bruno, comma, your wife, comma, comma shakes the bedclothes. Yes. <laughs> your wife is the parenthetical. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really just stalling for y'all to explain to me why this song is good, so I'm just going to be quiet for now. Sorry. Okay. Um, it's just really simple and uh, sad. And I guess it's one of those where, like, uh, I don't know. I just like hearing him sing. Yeah. About when he says, I'm tired of life. I'm like, damn. I, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit sucks. Um, uh, I also like that he says, oh, be patient with me. So, you know, maybe you're just uh, not giving him the benefit of a doubt. He asks you to be patient. Um yeah, I think the I think the tired of life thing is just really convincing in the way he uh, sings it. So I like that, uh, and it's just you know it's just a very simple, as you said, it's it's a simple sentiment that, like we can you know we can uh, we can guess what who or what Bruno can be or what the Leviathan thing uh, later on is, but like the base sentiment of the song is like simple to understand. And that's sometimes that's enough to to have an enjoyable song. I do kind of always forget about it because it's followed by Joharia. Um, right. Yeah. It's not my favorite or anything, but like as a you know melancholy uh, exploration of death. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it does the job pretty well, and I just like the word Leviathan. It's a good word. Mm-hmm. Uh, the explanation to this is, according to Genius Leviathan, maybe a reference to the Old Testament Leviathan. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Or As the, opposed to the fucking uh, Charles Dickens Leviathan. Or the Thomas Hobbes Leviathan about a, a theory of state and uh, yeah. individuality. <laughs> but that also references back to the Bible Leviathan. That's true. And the Moby Dick Leviathan also references to that. Uh, I guess the Mastodon album Leviathan is a reference to Moby Dick. So that's like, at that point, it's like five references in. But I don't think Sufjan is talking about listening to uh, Mastodon's album here. Or wearing jeans in ancient Greece. (laughs) Yeah. Levi's Uh, Levi Athens. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not get it until now. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> Thanks. Um, lovingly creeps in your... Leviathan lovingly creeps in your cell. I just like the alliteration. If we're doing like 8th uh, grade 
you know, literary analysis. It's a nice mm-hmm. alliteration. So why don't you like it, Jan? Well, so the chords hit incredibly slowly. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a preference thing. So it's like it's yeah. like chord, chord. Um, it's kind of like a church, like church style to me maybe you know some songs are sung in that way it also reminds me a little bit of the sadder christmas songs he has yeah it reminds you of the this was the worst christmas ever yeah i think yeah yeah and maybe uh sister winter true i'm just i'm just not i didn't get a connection to it and i never uh i never did when i listened to it back in the day uh Mm -hmm. i uh, that was the point in the album where i uh, replayed the beginning of the album to be honest (laughs) i can understand that like it's pretty long for an ep and it's just followed like i think the fact that the song before it is the classic rock version of all delighted people you you might think well instead of listening to that i can just listen to the original version and then the rest of the album again that's also true oh yeah i don't hmm. but i also don't think it like fits badly at this point like it's a good buffer between all delighted people and joharia um yeah it's it's not a standout but for a not standout track i think it's a it's a pretty one and it's uh it's a good underrated track i think yeah it works where it is i don't think it could really be anywhere else i think that goes for like all the songs on the album Mm -hmm. uh the sequencing is really tight um but yeah not my not my favorite you know it's fine it's sorry additional <laughs> it's vocals fine. by cat martino okay and when you click on cat martino and you see her picture then you recognize her from a lot of uh sufian's live shows oh yeah so i'm nice. gonna click on this okay yeah uh what else did you do she has like her own thing i guess ave maria from the christmas album oh interesting yeah i don't even remember ave maria I guess it's at the at the tail end of uh, <laughs> silver and gold. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Yeah, but, I only uh, remember it because it's because it's a, a woman singing it. Apparently, Cat Martino. Yeah, and she has her own uh, release. She has an album out since January first, two thousand and twelve. With uh, mm. I think you can't. Sorry, you can't see how many tracks are on there. So never mind that. <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, she's also on Joharia. Oh yeah, Joharia has Sharanova, DM Stiff, and Cat Martin. I don't know who DM Stiff is, but Sharanova, of course, also old friend of the show. I will been... tell y'all who DM Stiff is. He who is, he? is also a folk artist singer. He was the opener for Sufjan when uh, he played in Berlin, and oh, that's cool. after opening for him, he also played the piano the rest of the evening. <clears throat> and that's like I don't know. <laughs> That's very impressive to me. And uh, DM Stiff also has this song um, uh, called Thanksgiving Moon. And I want everybody to check it out because it has this one line that I think about like every other day, which goes, and we're all stars. Yes, yes, I know. Yes, I know. That's nice. Yeah. That sounds like a good song. It's a great song. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, one half of the group, the revival hour. Where Hell yeah! I also don't know anything about. <laughs> yeah, I think like to to be like to to be even uh, able to like roll with Sufjan's band, you kind of got to be a <laughs> good musician at least. <laughs> You'd think so. 
at least no you, know, you at least need to be semi decent you know <laughs> don't need to be great yeah but see to work with a touring musician yeah yeah you gotta you gotta have your shit together you have to know at least at least uh at least the a chord the c you mm-hmm. know c uh maybe a d minor, minor a minor definitely you gotta a have minor that definitely one. yes uh maybe maybe f sharp if you want to show off sure yeah get a b flat in there yeah <laughs> just for just for fun <laughs> all right let's talk about joharia before we do can i read you something please uh from from the subreddit for sufian stevens mm-hmm. which has last been active four years ago we have this <laughs> post called explain sufian stevens in klaman uh in in brackets joharia After listening to Joharia by Sufjan Stevens, I looked at the YouTube comments expecting to see mostly negative remarks, but they were all extremely positive. I listened to it again just to check there wasn't some joke I was missing. I just don't get it. Whilst the the backing was nice, I could not stop concentrating on the frankly awful melody on the guitar. I've since discovered Sufjan is an indie icon. And whilst his other songs are much better, I can't get past the feeling that people are joking about this song. The tone of the guitar is unpleasant to listen to, and in certain sections he's playing reaches the point of parody with how poor it is, even if it's intentional. Please understand, I do not hate Sufjan Stevens at all. And I'm not trying to say he's a bad musician or trying to be rude, but could someone please explain why this is a good song in your opinion and why Sufjan Stevens chooses to play like that in this song? This is insane. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god L- let's unpack oh. this so this person heard joharia for some reason and then figured out <laughs> sufian stevens is like an accomplished musicians musician who has other songs so how is your first your first foray into the music of sufian stevens his 17 minute closer on the all delighted <laughs> people ep uh, just, yeah, let's just get a nice sample of this guy's uh, this guy's work. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. Also, it's not even it's not even bad to listen to. It's not. It's, I mean, it's it's uh, it's just a stylistic thing. I didn't notice the guitar being like the guitar melody being bad. It's kind of wacky, sort of janky. It's wacky and yeah, janky. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of Yep. Oh yeah, I hear it. Yeah, but it's. But it's cool. I, I like the, it. I like the yeah. guitar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like we said it earlier. Like not a Sufjan, not a big electric guitar guy. But when he does it, it's always cool. And it is here. Yeah. According to the <laughs> there's there's a really long annotation on just the instrumental intro on Genius, uh, which is which is credited 11 minutes of crazy guitar intro slash build up like that's the mm-hmm. that's how they describe it and then they go into a whole interpretation about how the instrumental intro is uh is also about sufian it says a history of steven's watching his sister's joharia's life uh and then the start is you know the slow melodic thing is representing slow peaceful start in her life and then melancholy the melody takes on a melancholy foreboding feel with haunting vocals mm-hmm. uh about five minutes into the song the vocals moan joharia it's not how i would have described that not at all that's not a moan just singing there's an official annotation to the song from mm-hmm. the ep description and that that is that it's a seven minute guitar jam for single mothers okay that's cool 
I like mm. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the sound starts with 11 minutes and 45 seconds of instrumental, and then the, the not instrumental, <laughs> the singing. Uh, I don't know. How do we want to talk about this? Because I think it's really good. Like, I listened, to, I listened to the two songs, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to need to listen to Arnica at least again. Right. Uh, because Juharia was so long. And then I thought, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just going to skip to the actual singing part this time of Joharia uh, so that I, I can refresh my my mind you know because I don't need to hear the instrumental again but then I just ended up listening to the instrumental too because I enjoyed it so it's enjoyable uh, yeah for I wouldn't put it on like throw it on like every road trip playlist you know because it's really long I would but... throw it on a, on a road trip playlist if i had a child with me in the car uh-huh. and i was alone otherwise because okay. that's a that's a single single mom mood oh okay i get it yeah 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 okay yeah i i fucking love this song this song for me is like uh something i kind of aspire to as an artist mm. um like what it creates what it accomplishes um uh the moment for me, like, and probably the, to me, like, the greatest moment, one of them in all of his discography, um, when, like, he sings the first few verses or so, and then those 808s kick in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, I never don't cry when those 808s hit. Like, big, ugly cry. Nice. Because um, I, I don't know what it is. Just, like, it, you know, you have this big, grandiose chaotic opening um that's very well paced and like it builds and and goes down and um in a very satisfying way and it comes back down and then like it builds again bit by bit um yeah and then the electronic drums come in and it's like this perfect sort of sort of like i don't know like breaks the seal and then his very like whimpering uh intimate singing of joharia um it just hits you know yeah, i love the um, i love the falsetto he goes into uh when he's just just singing joharia like just that word i think i think it's one of his best falsettos it's so good oh easily yeah that all just be fits DM's together diff. really nicely oh Have do you what? think do you think it's uh, it's not him who's singing that i don't know it could be yeah <laughs> no i think i think it's i think it's him uh in the verses and like at first like there's i think there's parts where it's clearly just sufian and then later the background vocalist uh also jump into it and of course also in the instrumental part where they're only singing johari johari yeah uh that's also like all of them or maybe maybe that po- maybe that doesn't even have sufian i think yeah i think the instrumental part and the instrumental part is just um it's just charanova dm stiff and um cat what's her name cat martino mm-hmm uh but yeah i think in the verses like when the after the instrumental there's there's definitely parts where it's just him singing and it sounds very it sounds beautiful it sounds beautiful and vulnerable i think it's great uh i love the parts about this song where he's like i don't know how to this like what the word for for this type of like rhyme is or you know meter is when when he's like uh with the backseat driver and the carpet bagger with the dagger hard grabber stuck in your car or later uh the hard grabber backstabber double cheater wife beater yeah the sort of the rhythm of that and the yeah it's really well put together and he doesn't do that that much like he doesn't do like um 
these kinds of interior rhymes or whatever like when or multi rhymes mm-hmm. so i think it really sticks out it, it really sticks out to me that uh that he's doing it here hovering discovering and covering your life like he does he does it a lot in this song it's a it's a great effect and the whole like i don't know i and i like that it this song which is sort of this message of hope and like healing comes after a song that is very dark and depressing yeah and like yeah i don't think i don't think it would hit as much without the big build-up or even like if it weren't the last song on the on the ep mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's kind of like the whole thing builds to it yeah the whole build-up is like the th- that's why i said i i was contemplating to you know just for preparation to just listen to the lyrics part again but i couldn't because the the build-up is just so essential to the song right uh no offense to the reddit user who hated it uh full offense say... to all reddit users though yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just like to spread That's our true. offense out uh what was i gonna say what were we talking about oh yeah yeah i was gonna say that because when we talked about arnica we said this is like you know it's it's a bit of a big assumption to say that this is sufyan feeling whatever feeling down on his life or wanting to contemplating to use this plant uh, and this this one in contrast feels like extremely personal like obviously because he uses his own sister's name uh and i think it's really compassionate in in a beautiful way like uh i i guess we'll get back to this when we talk about tonya harding but there's there's like these kinds of songs he does where you where i think you can just really feel his like extreme compassion towards the person he addresses in the song mm-hmm. i think it's also well it also mirrors a uh, sister yes in that in a kind of I guess, oh that's the, the sister way. from sister right no this is a different sister or it's a different yeah. sister i think sister was about shannon but like they did oh, say shannon. in the annotations that sufian wrote a song for all of his sisters oh that's right joharia marzuki sufian yeah. and shannon yeah Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, Marzuki is his brother, but uh, yeah. I think he had another sister, and there's also, like, one song. I think, wasn't the... God, I'm... Sufyan, sister. I'm pretty sure that they mentioned in the Genius of Death what all these songs about his other sisters are about. Uh, well, yeah, like, Joharia, uh... Jamila, and Megan are his other sisters. Uh, and, oh yeah, he has also a song for... A song about a song is just called Jamila, which is not on any album. Let's find that song. Yeah, apparently it says uh, Jamila, an acoustic song for his sister that he says he recorded on a four track around 1998, which he posted on Tumblr. He did? Uh, yeah. I want to listen to that right now. But it's not on. God, I'm gonna YouTube this because the, the Tumblr links to a SoundCloud link that is not up anymore. Oh. But it's got to be, yeah, it is on uh, on YouTube. Listeners at home, go ahead and pull up uh, Jamila by Sufjan Stevens and listen along. Okay, some banjos. Or it might be a mandolin. Oh, maybe. Oh my god. Oh, he's so small. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, I would love to hear a good quality recording of this. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's, I think it's an effect that he makes it sound like this. Yeah, this is good. Okay, yeah, this is really good. That's a fun one. I I guess you're gonna gonna cut out the like two minutes of silence where we just sat there <laughs> listening the song. 
<laughs> Maybe I will cut in sister by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, Jamila. You can do that. Yeah, that's not going to be on. That's not going to be on UMG. So uh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Splice it in there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is. There's some. Um, you know, it's clearly recorded on like it's an eight track, whatever that means. Four track. It's a four track. Okay. Uh, so it's yeah, it's clearly not like a studio recording or whatever. But I really like the. Once again, the falsetto at the end and the harmonies. I don't know. He it's it's just interesting because he has such a conflicted relationship with uh, with his parents every every time they come up in his songs. And but he seems to have like a really warm feelings towards his siblings. Yeah, I mean, we see that in like Romulus yeah. and the mistress to which of McCure, McClure, whatever. Like there's always, he always talks about like we referring to his siblings. Yeah. So always a nice bit of uh, solidarity there. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) God, I'm on on the, if you scroll down on the genius, there's two comments. And the first is, this is one of the greatest songs I've heard in my life. And the second is worst song ever. (laughs) (laughs) That really says it all. How can you like this? I'm sure you can find worse songs. Like I, I can't imagine anyone disliking this song more than any song ever in the world. That's well, it's an interesting like kind of. I guess it depends on what you want out of a song and how you um experience uh the song. I guess because I can imagine like if you know if you if the opening eleven minutes don't grab you. Mm Mm-hmm. then the song would probably be intolerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's like people who were Sufjan peaked at Michigan and I don't like all the experimentation <laughs> he did later? <laughs> Maybe at Seven Swans. I, I could I could imagine there being people who only like the acoustic acoustic-y albums. I couldn't imagine like, I guess to me... Illinois is so clearly like head and shoulders better than Michigan. Yeah. I couldn't I guess if you really like the smaller acoustic sound of Michigan. But then why not just listen to Seven Swans? <laughs> why not I don't know. I guess you can listen to If you like the small acoustic sound and you're also a staunch atheist. Yeah. <laughs> there you then go. Michigan is the album for you. There you go. There's also like a ton of other artists you can listen to probably. Listen to fucking Listen to folk punk. Yeah, listen to, I don't know, Iron and Wine. Yeah. And fucking... Listen to Wingnut Dishwashers Union. Is that even their name? Never heard of them. uh, Pat the Bunny, I think. Andrew Bird. Andrew Bird. Listen to Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh, Listen to the Front Bottoms if you hate enjoying music. (laughs) If you like bad music that sucks, listen to the Front Bottoms. Um... (laughs) <laughs> listen imagine being like um being like there's a time when the lights will arise for the mother is the mother is glorious victorious the mother of the heart of the world go on little sister go on this is cringe but you're my peach is <laughs> <It's> beautiful <laughs> Au revoir is the only song that will make me physically ill <laughs> to listen to that's a true story is that by one of those it's, it's the, the front, front bottoms. bottoms. Ah, okay. It's the... <laughs> I guess they're being ironic, but I could also see them not being ironic about <laughs> saying au revoir, you probably don't even know what that means. 
I don't care if it's ironic, it still sucks. <laughs> still a shitty thing to be. Yeah. And it's the first song in the album. Yeah, so just immediately, just some just immediate bail for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any closing words on Joharia? Yeah, it's, it's really good. I like. I also like the. Yeah, I just like the go on little sister. Like I like that. He, I like that he calls her little sister. I think it's cute. Yeah, like I said, uh, this sort of feeling, the big uh, build up to the quiet, like, um, like the. There's so many levels of drops for this. Yeah, right. Like having a very quiet and like intimate drop uh, is really cool to me. Um, and something I kind of tried to emulate with Save into Honey Water on Be Okay Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That was a big inspiration for me. Um, so yeah, love the song to bits. God, Honey Water is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can see it. I can see that. Yeah, it's something about the something about the harmonies too, isn't it? Yeah, it. Yeah, that also does it. So everybody check out Pure Movement on Bandcamp. Uh, and yeah. uh, Are you on Spotify yet? You are? Yeah, I'm on Spotify. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. where I mostly listen. I, like, I, I even bought it on Bandcamp, but just more convenient to listen on Spotify. Fact. Yeah, it's not the best for... Li- but you know what? Hey, if you're buying on Bandcamp, it's okay to also listen on Spotify. Exactly. Uh, and with that, I think we have finished All Delighted People EP. Hey... Hey, there we go. One step, you know, one more, one more album in the box. Uh, only. Do we want to rate this one? Hmm? Do we want to rate this? Did we rate the previous like... ones? <laughs> I rate this one all delighted people out of all delighted people. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I... Without question. I don't know. I think this is like one of his best. Uh, I. How would I rank this? I would rank this above, obviously, above a Sun came, above Michigan. Um, and then I also above the avalanche, of course, and not counting the BQE. Uh, and I think hmm, I can't decide between Seven Swans, Illinois, and All Delighted People, which of which of them I like the most. You honestly, but I think it's it's definitely at least at least on the same level as Illinois. I think, if not better. Yeah, this is definitely an album for me that uh, you know, I Arnica and. All Delighted People classic rock version are like, they're pretty good. They're not going to you know, crack my top 10 or anything. But like, as a full album experience, this is like gold, pure gold to me. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. So yeah, I pretty much agree. It's like on par with Seven Swans and probably Illinois. S tier, if you're into tiers. <laughs> yes, S tier. <laughs> and who isn't? What does S tier stand for? Is it super tier? Yeah. It stands for Sufjan. I, I'm going to Google what it stands for. I... Yeah, superb. Superb. Superb or no, super. Right. I, you know, I usually think of it as super because that's a word I would actually use in my everyday language. Unlike superb, which is, what, why do you need the additional B there? <laughs> Get real. Get right. Hey. <laughs> Little tease for the next album we're going to cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Edge of Arts time. It's finally there. Finally, Here at the go. title, uh, the at the album that gave the title of this show next time. So that's exciting. Uh, get ready for thrills, get ready chills, for some 
spills. Incredible upsets where I reveal that I actually hate HOVATS. That's not true. I can't even pretend that as a bit. <laughs> God, I think like I think like the fucking the needle drop gave it like a five. Oh yeah, he didn't <laughs> He did not care for it. Which is ridiculous. That man does not have good opinions. No. Uh, the you, drums you are stupid. There. The drums? I think I already said that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're just whack. Sometimes. They're just whack and random. Uh, it's like, it, it adds to the character, I guess. But Yeah, I think it's supposed to feel jaunty, disjointed, uh, frantic. True, 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 true. It's supposed to feel like you're having a bad headache. I am going to read up on the Edge of Arts. Yeah, for sure. What? Yeah. There's that artist guy that inspired a lot of it. Oh, the one His he did a me. PowerPoint yes. presentation for? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that video is great. It gives a little TED talk. Gotcha. I gotta put that up. Royal Robertson. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, stay well, tuned. Until. Thanks for listening. Next time. We love you and we appreciate you. That's our sign off. <laughs> and as always. We- I'm tired of prices. I'm tired of waiting for something. That's okay. Shortly, but that's that's weird that we didn't do a, a dumb bit about where somebody is like tired of prices and is getting is like getting a supermarket <laughs> bit. That, okay. Do you want like, to do okay, it okay, now? Okay, Everybody well, quick, appreciate quick, that quick we scene, didn't do scene. that. Okay. <laughs> quick scene. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm the I'm the the shopper. Got all my right. mask on. I'm shopping. Mm-hmm. Ah, three ninety nine. Can't help you with anything. Uh, yeah, what are all these little numbers underneath the, the, the items? You mean the price tags? Ah, jeez, come on. <laughs> what? What's that about? Well, you know, the, what are the, we have to assign a, val- a value to them because... Hey, I'm a price tag. You have a problem with me? Yeah, you six ninety nine for a... Nice! Bagels bag... Ooh, that's too expensive. That's what I'm talking about. We gotta get rid of these dang things. But maybe what you're tired of, tired of aren't the price tags, it's capitalism. Capitalism? What's that? Oh no. And <laughs> <laughs> <Ad> scene. <laughs> Thanks for listening, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, bye.